live from an undisclosed location, this is the Gribble Nation Roadcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Fresh Drives here on the Gribble Nation uh, Roadcast, uh, powered by Anchor FM. On this episode, uh, we'll be speaking about the um, highways and um, other road oddities of the Syracuse, New York area, uh, which means that this episode is sponsored by the color orange and the number 44. Um, those are Syracuse University sports references, by the way. Uh, Syracuse um, has a, a long transportation history. It actually uh, was a uh, centerpiece, uh, you know, was, you know, it became big during the Erie Canal era because the Erie Canal went through Syracuse and, you know, the old Erie Canal and I-690, those are, you know, parts of the old, uh, the old canal bed, um, you know, the large canal, uh, Erie Canal and what have you. Uh, but, you know, Syracuse, you know, it's the salt city known for salt mines and salt potatoes. Um, also was where the, 24 second shot clock in basketball was invented. Uh, and of course, um, can't forget it's a uh, home of one of the largest malls in the United States. Uh, but enough of that uh, for now. Well, we'll talk about the interstates in the Syracuse area first. Uh, you know, there's four interstates in Syracuse, or it goes around Syracuse in Onondaga County. Uh, you have I-81, which as north-south goes from, you know, the Canadian border, um, you know, down through Watertown, Syracuse, Binghamton, into Pennsylvania, you know, Maryland, West Virginia, Virginia, into Tennessee. Um, you have I-90, which locally is the New York Thruway, you know, goes across New York State and, you know, nationally goes between uh, Boston, Massachusetts, and Seattle, Washington. And of course, you have, you know, some three-digit interstates, you know, I-481, which is kind of a eastern loop around uh, Syracuse area. And then you also have I-690, which is a east-west, and eventually, you know, once you get, you know, west to downtown Syracuse, it goes in more of a northwesterly direction, um, you know, into, uh, and that's, you know, I-690. Um I-81 uh, basically, you know, was built in uh, the Syracuse area, um, you know, basically during the uh, 1950s into the 1960s. Uh, basically, you know, it's, it was known as the Penn Can Highway, you know, because it connected Pennsylvania and Canada through New York State. And in Syracuse, uh, you know, what happens is, you know, it basically goes through, uh, you know, there's an elevated viaduct that goes basically between Syracuse University, uh, uh, the SUNY Upstate University Hospital, and, you know, downtown Syracuse. Um, and, of course, you know, north goes past the uh, Syracuse Hancock Airport, and then, you know, on its merry way into Oswego County. Uh, of course, you know, basically, if you're familiar with, you know, some of the road news in the area, you know, the uh, plan is to, um, you know, basically knock down uh, the viaduct and, you know, basically blend the uh, road into the community grid, which, um, you know, my personal opinion is not a huge fan of the idea because it actually kind of, you know, the northern suburbs like Liverpool, 
uh, North Syracuse Cicero, for instance, um, you know, they're, you know, basically people living there, you know, basically in the communities that sprouted, you know, their suburban communities, um, they sprouted into, you know, basically a lot of them sprouted and grew uh, because of, you know, ID1s, um, you know, basically they could take ID, hop on ID1 and take that into Syracuse, you know, for work and what have you. Of course, you know, basically, you know, people living there, you know, they might be regretting their their homeowner their homeownership decisions um, at this point, and that I feel like could have a negative effect on parts of the metropolitan area. Um, but of course, you know, basically, the viaduct is aging; it's crumbling. It's probably che it's cheaper to knock it down and build a community grid than basically build a new viaduct or a tunnel option was another option uh, that they had. Um, which uh, leads us into I-481. I-481, as I was mentioning, is the eastern, you know, basically freeway bypass of the Syracuse area. Uh, that road was uh, basically built, took a number of years, basically, it was actually supposed to be two sections. So the first section that was going to be between the thruway and uh, DeWitt, basically uh, south of Syracuse, basically where it connects to ID1 south of Syracuse. And that was originally going to be I-281. Of course, there's also an I-281 not too far in the south uh, in Cortland, uh, Cortland County. So they decided to give the number I-481 instead. And uh, that part opened up in 1970. Um, of course, um, it also incorporated a relocated Route 57, which, you know, basically uh, was a road that you know, was a highway that went from Syracuse past Liverpool into Sweeo County into Fulton and winding up in the uh, city of Oswego, um, which um, is very familiar to me. That's actually, you know, where I went to college. Um, so the, the area central New York, you know, Syracuse area, it's, it's familiar to me. Um, so what happened is that, you know, basically, as mentioned, the first section was, you know, basically they opened up in the 60s and 70s, uh, starting off between James Silver and Route 5. Uh, that was apparently open in 1965. And then basically they started building northward from basically uh, northward, you know, basically between you know, basically up to I-690 during the early 1970s, and then they connected it with the throughway, you know, in 1977. And then the final section, uh, basically, which was from the throughway, uh, basically um, up towards I-81, that, you know, they had finished building that, you know, basically during the 1980s and, you know, into the early 90s. Um, which leads us to the throughway, you know, I-90, basically, it's more or less a northern bypass of Syracuse. Um, basically, it doesn't go through the throughway doesn't go through the city. It just kind of bypasses Syracuse, but it's close enough um, where basically, um, you know, you could like if you lived in certain parts of the uh, metropolitan area. Um, let's say if you were going from let's say Liverpool to um, you know, basically Maddydale, it may be a good way to, you know, cut some time if you're trying to travel between point A and point B. Um, 
Then you have I-690, which is in the east-west route that goes through, you know, the heart of uh, Syracuse, uh, basically. And it continues up, you know, basically to Baldwinsville as New York Route 690. But basically, it go, will go along uh, the Onondaga Lake, uh, goes through past the state fairgrounds, um, you know, basically goes through downtown Syracuse, and then... Yeah, basically, you know, we'll head out towards the eastern suburbs, you know, East Syracuse, DeWitt, that area. Um, so, I mean, it is an important uh, piece of the uh, Syracuse Road Network puzzle. Um, and, of course, you know, that, um, you know, basically is um, actually, you know, the road, you know, the roads, they do get fairly busy. Uh, you also have, you know, basically... More freeways, basically, you know, towards the western part of the Syracuse area. You have uh, New York Route 695, which is a connector freeway between I-690 near the, um, you know, basically near the state fairgrounds to a um, New York Route 5 uh, freeway, which basically runs from the uh, Wegmans and Fairmount out towards, uh, out to out to Camillus. <laughs> Um, so, you know, it's, you have a Wegmans freeway. <laughs> and then you have, as mentioning, you know, that you have some, uh, but basically those are the main, you know, roads in the uh, area as far as, like, freeways are concerned. You have a few uh, road oddities as well, I like to uh, point out. You know, you have the, um, you know, old uh, New York Route 57, as I was mentioning, is... You know, now basically replaced by uh, 41, both uh, I-841 and the uh, New York 481 that basically, you know, runs from North Syracuse to Oswego. Uh, but, you know, the old route uh, basically, um, you know, has been redesignated as a county route in both Oswego and Onondaga counties. In Oswego County, it's signed and actually is in the inventory as uh, County Route 57. In Onondaga County, it's a little different. Um, basically, you know, you'll see signs, you know, basically it's posted as Onondaga County Route 57. In the uh, inventory in uh, Onondaga County, um, it is actually County Route 91, which doesn't really uh, jive, so to speak. Uh there is a uh, actual uh, County Route 57 in the inventory for Ondaga County, which is actually Warner's Road, which is in another part of the county. Uh, but, you know, for whatever reason, um, you know, they have, um, um, you know, basically, you know, not, you know, basically switched around the inventory, you know, just probably uh, to confuse things, I, uh, I imagine. Uh, of course, uh, that's the only uh, signed county route in Onondaga County. And then you have um, the Onondaga Lake Parkway, which um, is you know the road from Destiny, USA, to Hides and Lights in the Lake. <laughs> uh, basically, it goes um, basically Onondaga Lake Park, basically from Syracuse to Liverpool. Uh, the Onondaga Lake Parkway uh, was interesting uh, because of a low rail railroad bridge and of course you know basically it's the um central new york version of i think it was the uh 11 foot the 10 foot six bridge or you know 11 foot six bridge or whatever it is you know there's a uh, famous bridge uh you know down in 
uh, North Carolina that all the trucks hit. Um, another thing about that parkway is that the speed limit changes during the time of the year. So basically in the spring, in the summer, and into the early fall, um, it's a you know signed to 55 miles an hour. During the winter months, actually really from November 1st to like April 1st or something like that, it's actually a 40, signed at a 45 mile an hour speed limit. Uh, so that's just something different, um, you know, basically to point out. And of course, probably the biggest, um, you know, interesting thing about the roads in Syracuse is actually a traffic light. Um, it's in a, a neighborhood of Syracuse, you know, basically in the western part of Syracuse, called Tipperary Hill. Um, it's got it's it's an Irish, you know, traditionally an Irish neighborhood, although there's a lot of Ukrainian uh, um, heritage in the neighborhood as well now. Uh, but the, as the story goes, you know, basically when they put up the first traffic light, it's at the corner of Milton Avenue and Tompkins Street, and uh, you know, first built uh, put up in 1925 with a green light on top. You know, basically, you know, as uh, basically it's a salute to the Irish. Uh, so it's requested by a city alderman. Eventually, uh, city of Syracuse decided to be more compliant about the traffic lights and put a red light on top of the traffic signal, uh, which gave some of the locals fits. You know, basically they were they weren't thrilled about this. Um, so uh, basically, local children they saw it's a blow to the Irish heritage. Uh, basically, it says red on top equals supporting the British in their minds, and you know the British equal you know red coats, and you now basically you know the Irish aren't too happy about you know that you know, at least traditionally. So they would take the uh, the kids would take matters in their own hands. They'd throw stones at the red light whenever the city put a red light up atop. After a while, um, you know, city of Syracuse you know, relented and allowed the green light to remain on top. It's basically the upside down traffic light. Um, and uh, Syracuse actually, you know, basically, you know, it's a part. You know, it's a, it's a part of Syracuse. It's part of the you know the local legends and lore and heritage of the area. Um, and there's actually a little park right around there that basically um, commemorates the stone throwers and, you know, the uh, Irish heritage of the area. Um, and, of course, there's also a uh, pub in the area, you know, worth uh, checking out as well, Coleman's. Um, you know, it's a uh, Irish pub and it's been in that neighborhood for generations. Um, but so if you um, go to the restaurant or you want to go check out the light, you know, basically those are, you know, two places to stop. Uh, we're going to take a, um, a brief, uh, you know, break, and then when we come back, um, you know, we're going to talk about some of the arterials in the Syracuse area and also some of the unbuilt highways. Uh, stay tuned. And we are back, uh, and welcome back to a... Uh, the fresh drives. Uh, we're talking about uh, the city of Syracuse and Syracuse area's uh, New York's roads um, here on the Gribble Nation Roadcast. Um, you know, basically uh, where we left off, I was going to start talking about some of the arterials and the unbuilt highways in the area. Um, so arterials in Syracuse area in Onondaga County. Uh, the first thing is, that I could think of is that when uh, they were starting to plan for you know the highway and arterial arterial roadway network in around Syracuse. Uh, basically, you know, 
New York State and also, you know, City of Syracuse, they had, you know, basically recommendations and they were working through plans. And there was a study in 1947 uh, that recommended, uh, you know, basically construction of throughway interchanges because, you know, the throughway was planning and then north and east south, south roadways. They're going to relocate Route 5, which they did part of that. Uh, between the uh, western uh, suburbs in Syracuse. Basically, as I was mentioning, the road from Camillus to uh, the Fairmount uh, Wegmans. <laughs> but actually, that uh, relocated Route 5 was actually supposed to be uh, longer. Um, so uh, what this would have happened, it would have taken... It would, they would have built an expressway, uh, basically, from Fairmount um, to a central... Uh, arterial system in the city of Syracuse. Um, so uh, what that would have done is that, you know, basically the arterial or, you know, basically the express route five expressway uh, that would have continued uh, southeasterly, uh, basically uh, through uh, Salve, which is a village just west of, west of Syracuse. And you know, basically it would have connected with the center loop as they're, as they call it, basically it was the central arterial system in downtown Syracuse. Uh, which would have included uh, parts of, you know, West Street, Adams Street, Townsend Streets, along with uh, parts of uh, Seymour and Chenard Streets in downtown Syracuse. Uh, essentially, um, Route 5 uh, would have connected to the center loop, uh, basically, you know, at Seymour and uh, Chenard Streets, and they would have widened a few roads, basically, to connect Route 5, you know, elsewhere during the areas. And basically, there would have been some additional interchanges, uh, basically, you know, between I, you know, I-81, uh, New York Route 175, and a few other roads. Um, there's also, in other parts of Syracuse, basically the northern and eastern su suburbs, you have a few, you know, like, arterial, four-lane arterials, expressways. You have Northern Boulevard, which basically um, is in the eastern suburbs. Uh, basically, you know, it goes from uh, basically, you know, a little north of I-81 in the um, North Syracuse and uh, Cicero areas down towards East Syracuse into Carrier Circle, which actually I forgot to mention earlier um, when I was speaking about some of the road oddities in the area. Actually, I did not have them in my notes, but as I was looking at those, I'm like, oh, wait a minute, I was supposed to talk about that. Um, so we'll just get, uh, go over to the uh, carrier circle briefly. Um, it's um, some traffic circle. Um, basically, it's, you know, where routes um, 298 and route 60, uh, 635 meet. And it's, there's a throughway interchange, basically, where it runs right into the circle as well. It's a traffic circle that has its own set of exit numbers. Um, and that I've never really have seen anywhere else except a carrier circle. Uh, but back to arterials. The other one that I wanted to speak about is uh, John Glenn Boulevard. And uh, John Glenn Boulevard is basically runs basically from where I-690 near the interchange of I-90, basically exit 39, and basically goes basically into uh, the northern uh, so, uh, northern parts of Liverpool up to the Bayberry uh, neighborhood, which is off of, uh, you know, County Route 57. 
Um, it's a nice four-lane arterial. Uh, great for getting around the northern uh, suburbs of the area. But that road, actually, they had planned on doing more with it. And I know that there is some uh, right-of-way still available. Um, so, actually, um, this, this goes to the unbuilt parts now. Uh, because the um, John Glenn Boulevard was actually planned to extend out to I-41. Basically, it would have linked up with Morgan Road. And when I was looking at the... Um, yeah, basically the I have a PDF that has like the um, highway proposals in the area. It would have connected with 41 either at where Morgan Road is or Henry Clay Boulevard, and there would have been an interchange there, which actually would have made a uh, quite a bit of sense because that way it would have you know kind of formed a northern bypass of the area because I know that right now let's say if you're trying to basically take John Glenn Boulevard and let's say if you lived in Liverpool and you're and you're heading towards North Syracuse you take Buckley Road for a while and then you turn at Bear Road and that would dump you out um, basically where uh, US 11 where um, you know basically the old Plank Road which actually was the first Plank Road in America between and North Syracuse uh, there really isn't a plank road there anymore, thankfully. <laughs> that would have been a bumpy road. That would have been bumpy. Uh, basically, it would take you to, there's an interchange, yeah, basically, with 481. And that, you know, basically, that's kind of the de facto northern bypass. But, you know, basically, having a, an expanded jungle and boulevard would have opened up a lot of options as far as uh, basically connectivity in the area. Not a hundred percent sure why it was never built um, you know further than it was. I do know that you know basically the John Glenn extension um, basically what it would have done um, basically is you know basically what would have happened is that, you know, basically once you get towards 41, that area, there's a swamp. Um, so maybe there were some environmental uh, concerns of, you know, why they couldn't finish the uh, John Glenn uh, Boulevard. Uh, so, and this was actually a, a plan that was, uh, they had anticipated to have built by 1985. Um, now that, did not happen by 1985. Um, nor did we go back to the future to almost 2022, and it's still not there. Uh, but I digress. Um, other um, interesting things that I had, uh, you know, come across, you know, basically in my research over the years is a relocated uh, Route 298, um, which would have went basically from. It would have been like a four a four lane highway, basically an express connection. Basically, would have went from Carrier Circle, went to 41, uh, basically at the interchange there, and then and actually, one of the plans was to actually um, 
relocate 298 basically through the Cicero Swamp and basically out past Bridgeport, which is in Madison County. Um, so that actually wouldn't have been that would have been a nice, uh, you know, basically way out to Oneida Lake, um, which actually, you know, if you take Route 31, um, you know, basically through, uh, you know, basically, if you want to take a scenic way instead of throughway, it's nice. It moves very well in Madison County. Once you get towards Cicero, you know, basically, you know, there's a lot more development and things get slowed down. So a uh, relocator route two night would have straightened things out and it would have been a lot nicer, I think. And that actually would have extended out to some additional arterials that they were planning. And of course they never built those either. There was actually a north-south arterial that basically would have been an extension of that relocator uh, 298. And then there would have been a separate east-west corridor as well, which actually, you know, we spoke about earlier. Um, other things, you know, they were talking about having a southwest loop, which basically, if you look at a map of Syracuse, you have, you know, basically a lot of the road construction is, you know, to the north and east of the city and, you know, parts of the west. But they really didn't focus on the southwest parts, basically in the Onondaga Hill area, uh, which basically the plan, and this was actually something that was planned uh, for, you know, basically to be built by 1995, uh, was that they were going to um, basically build a four-lane, you know, expressway, basically from Mighty Wonder Nedra, which is, you know, around where the Onondaga, um, you know, basically the... Uh, Onondaga Nation Reservation is uh, south of uh, Syracuse, and that would have went you know, basically through Onondaga Hill and then would have connected up to that relocated Route 5, which, of course, you know, was never built. Nice area, kind of hilly, so that probably would have been, um, you know, basically a more expensive go um, to build that, to build that, so it is what it is. Um, and then you had, uh, there was another uh, road which was never built. There were, there was an, a proposal, and this was actually um, basically kind of like a Baldensville bypass or like a connection basically between, I basically actually at that point would be New York Route 690 out to uh, New York Route 41. Uh, basically, you know, basically it passed to the south of, uh, Baldensville basically went through uh, Radisson and out to um, 41, uh, north of Route 31, but you know, a little bit south of the Oswego County line at the Seneca River. Um, so that was another proposal which never passed muster. One of the more interesting um, unbuilt proposals that I had come across over the year, uh, basically is if you look at a um, like a Google Street View uh, or even like a Google Map like satellite view of you know the interchange between I-41 and I-690, uh, you'll notice that there are some ramps which basically were built but were never um, you know basically never really used. And if you look further and let's say if you're driving the area you know down Butternut Road. Um, you'll see like a uh, New York uh, New York State uh, DOT uh, maintenance yard 
and you kind of look uh, peek through uh, the maintenance yard and you actually see the ramps that go to 690. Well, that would have been part of an extended, um, uh, basically, uh, interchange. So basically what they were planning on doing, um, there's a few different variations of this. Uh, the DOT, uh, New, York, New York State DOT, at one point they were considering building a new roadway from the existing uh, interchange between I-690 41 out to Chittenango, which actually is where uh, Frank L. Frank Baum, who uh, the author of Wizard of Oz, that's where he's from. And if you walk around downtown Chittenango, the sidewalks are yellow bricks. So, follow, so you could follow the yellow brick road from Chittenango to the uh, 69041 interchange. Um, that was actually there. That was a, another relocated Route 5, which you know was never constructed either. Um, so, you know, lots of relocations for Route 5. Most of it never came to be. Um, later, in the 19, late 1980s, uh, DOT also evaluated a smaller scale project uh, to provide a, a four-lane road between that same interchange, uh, 690-41, and the interchange between, uh, and basically the intersection between um, Route 257 and Route 290 in uh, Manlia Center. Um, that, um, if you're you know, familiar with that part of that area, would have been a nice way to get around. But, you know, basically uh, 290 and, and 257, you know, they're kind of, you know, two-lane roads, basically goes through the old Erie Canal. And I think basically since then they had built, you know, some nice homes in the area. So they really can't do anything now. And I, they really can't, they really couldn't do too much back then either. Um, but that would have been something else that they would have been able to do, which would have been a, um, might make things move a little bit easier. Um, basically, uh, if you're going through like DeWitt and Fayetteville, lots of Chinanango, that area. So that's something they, you know, we're talking about doing, but they never did. Um, and some of the other things that I had come across, um, you know, basically, um, when I was going to college, you know, in, at uh, SUNY Oswego, this was, you know, basically late 1990s, early 2000s. I graduated there about 20 years ago. Um, this was when they were talking about the uh, plans for, well, was then the Carousel Center Mall in Syracuse, which, you know, they renamed Destiny USA. And there were some grandiose plans about this mall with their, with their expansions. They were going to build like a Mediterranean village and all sorts of weird things. But the one uh, road-related thing that, uh, came, uh, that struck to me was that they were going to build an expressway basically from 81 to 280 to I-290 to I-81 over a high, basically the Hiawatha Boulevard, basically would have been a four-lane expressway. Of course, that never came to be either. So, yeah, so that's something that, you know, you could have seen around Syracuse, but, you know, basically that never happened. And I never really thought it was a great idea to really expand them all anyways. 
you know, they could have done a lot more to bring in different types of businesses to Syracuse. And although if you know, say if you're not a fan of, you know, basically moving I-81, you know, basically community grid, the owners of that mall uh, pyramid, um, I think they are, uh, you know, basically, um, tr- I think they um, basically decided to have a legal battle with uh, New York state about, you know, relocating ID one and going to the community grid plan. So stay tuned. Uh, but anyways, you know, that's a um, little uh, look at the uh, Syracuse, New York area, as far as the roads are concerned. Um, and I hope you enjoyed, you know, basically uh, learning about uh, this part of the empire state. Well, uh, thank you for uh, tuning in to uh, this latest episode of the Gribble Nation Roadcast, Fresh Drives. Uh, this is Doug. Uh, we'll, uh, hear, we'll, we'll talk to you next time. Thank you for tuning in to uh, an episode of the Gribble Nation Roadcast. Uh, We hope uh, you get to listen to us again soon. Have a good one.